Okay, Ash. Yes, So, you know how, like, everyone thinks it's so weird that, like, I'm, like, afraid of pickles. Like, I don't just not like them. I'm, like, afraid of them. It's really weird. Well, my Terrence Fact or Fiction for today, Alfred Hitchcock was afraid of eggs. Eggs. (laughs) I feel like a pickle is understandable. Uh, I feel like eggs would be scarier than pickles. Because there's like the like what's inside. It's like a fetus. Yeah. Okay, but this is this is just a cucumber. This is how he explained it. He said, "I'm frightened of eggs. Worse than frightened, they revolt me. That white round thing without any holes, and when you break it, inside there's that yellow thing, round without any holes. Blood is jolly red, but egg yolk is yellow, revolting. I've never tasted it." I'm like, Hitchcock is dope. Wow. He was like, let me tell you about it. I love that. You didn't love, you didn't like that. I mean, it was, it was good. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say the pickle is in the same category as the egg. I hate you too. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, I, oh, hello, welcome to Hi, the Hi, hello, welcome to Unsolicited Advice. My name's Ashley, that's Taryn, and she hates, slash, is very afraid of pickles. Yeah, everyone always is, like, very fascinated by that, and I wish I had, like, a cool answer. Also, it sounds like this is something that she just made up. No. Like, from day one of our friendship, I learned this, yeah. which is, you know, weird, because I I love pickles. I don't have, like, a huge like desire or craving for them all the time but yeah. like I do enjoy them so, so it's gross. it was always kind of odd to me but it works out we're a great couple together we really because are. we if we go out to dinner or something someone accidentally even though it doesn't matter where we go Taryn says no pickles what do I always if they do accidentally like put it on the plate or something she'll like shove it at me and I'll take it and eat I it. usually get like really wide-eyed and she won't touch it and then I'll I'll like reach yeah, over and grab it and I'll eat it yeah, you know, I'm we were made for you. each other. Yeah, we really were. <laughs> um, anyways, welcome to the podcast. If you're like new, if you're like new, I don't know why I said it like that. No. Um, if you're new, we uh, read stories and mm-hmm. things people send in and we give our advice. Unsolicited advice. Name Unsolicited. plug. Um, also, be sure to subscribe, rate, review, like, share, all do the all the things, things uh, uh-huh. to support us. If you want yeah. more of us, we have our own personal Instagrams too. So, yeah. Uh, get more just, of Ash know, and Taryn in your life. Trying to get famous. Um, anyways, I'm excited about today's episode. I'm excited about today's uh, episode. Do you have any updates? Oh, uh, we How just had Halloween? Halloween. Yeah. Halloween. Halloween was great. I feel like I didn't I didn't really plan ahead and like do a costume, which usually like I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of bummed about that. But I feel like I put together stuff and I also got to watch my nephew trick or treat for the first time, which was Cute. so freaking adorable. That's adorable. Yeah. I can't wait to have like a niece or nephew and do I that. Know. Um, yeah, I, I, I had so much fun, and I put a lot of thought into my costume, and yeah. it turned out so good. And I had a great time. I did like a the Joker, but I did like the Jack Nicholson um, girl version. Girl version. So it was like yeah. the purple jacket, the green mm-hmm. hair, um, and. I did kind of wait last minute. So my whole plan, not like anyone asked, was to <laughs> was to be like the Heath Ledger nurse version, but I couldn't find a good nurse outfit. Yeah. And what they had was a um 
they had like a oversized men's purple suit mm-hmm. and I was like this will work and it ended up just I wore the jacket as a dress and it ended up being great yeah I did a photo shoot in front of a gas station. We'll post. <laughs> I'm sure wild. we will have posted yeah. Halloween photos. So if you uh, want to go to our Insta. What is it? see. At unsolicited advice. Sure. Yep. At advice unsolicited. Advice. Unsolicited advice pod. There I you think go. Is our Insta. <laughs> Who knows? Names are hard. Words we're are lots, hard. We're lots of different names. Um, I actually have the chair it up. Oh, thank God. So, yeah. And I feel like it's perfect that I read this one. Although it would have been cool if you read it, because then I would have reacted more intensely. I mean, you'll I see. Could, okay, you'll see. Okay. okay. So this is from Tessa, and she says, "Hi guys, hey. if you're reading this, I love you both, and you make driving so much less boring. This is going to be super short. I just thought it was funny enough to share." My name is Tessa, and I went to Starbucks today to study, and as I was setting up my computer, I heard the girls behind me say, then Taryn said, and then she put in parentheses, I forgot what they said, <laughs> and it was so funny. So I turned around and said, oh my gosh, do you guys listen to Unsolicited Advice too? I love that podcast. And they looked at me like I spoke another language, didn't say a word to me, just stared until I turned back around slowly. So I guess there's another Taryn they know, because they clearly aren't listeners, just thought the name was so unique, and it had to be you, because one, you're the only Taryn I've ever heard of, and two, a very funny person. (laughs) So, naturally. You're the only Taryn I know, slash heard of. Yeah, I actually, I've met a few, because I feel like I, like, listen for it more, but... It's we're very I mean very I, we've been friends for so long I listen for it too if I heard it I would be like yeah your name's Taryn what yeah I actually I met a little boy with the name Taryn oh cool and he was not very excited that I was like a he woman like, no, it's my name with his name yeah yeah I was like no but it's cool yeah he was like no anyway <laughs> so she continues but it wasn't actually you clearly I felt the need to leave after that so I went home with my drink to study because I was embarrassed so thanks Taryn love you both <laughs> love Tessa cute <laughs> also Tessa's a fun name Tessa's cool yeah yeah I like Super that a lot cool. but that's cool Tessa. that would have been dope if it was like yeah I was reading it and I was like oh my god some people are just talking about us in the streets uh-huh. <laughs> but they're they're not they're not. We're <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's it. That's and that's all I got. The story. <laughs> and that's all I got. I'm gonna got need it. you to like give got me it. some more ash. Okay. I, you know what? I'm waking up. I could tell. I'm waking up. But like, up. I need. I'm like Tinkerbell. <laughs> if you don't give me laughter and acceptance I do of the things I say, I, I do. Okay. So. Okay. 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 Um, so, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. I have a long story. Okay. So. Buckle up. Buckle up. Get comfy. Pour yourself a cup of coffee. Not if you're driving, though. Uh, not if you're driving. Um, this one is titled Dating and the Single Mom. Ooh. Let's get into it. Um, hey, Ashley and Taryn. Hello. I'm doing it. I'm finally emailing you. You have no idea how long I've been debating on whether or not to just email you. It's been a long time coming, but here we are. Okay, well, first off, hello. She wants to be kept anonymous. 
Um, I only say this because my name is so unique that I'm pretty sure if anyone I know listens to this podcast, they would know that it's me and it would be (laughs) totally awkward. (laughs) But anyways, I just wanted to start out by saying I listen to your podcast every Monday morning while I get ready for work. It's one of my favorite things to do to start my week off. I also wanted to share that I am an Enneagram 6, which will explain why I am the way that I am later. And um, for those of you that don't know, Taryn and I love and are obsessed with the Enneagram, which is a personality um, quiz slash study. It breaks everyone's personalities into nine different numbers. The six is um, the loyalist. And they are um, very much hard to befriend. But once you're in, they don't trust a lot of people. But like once you're in their circle, they will die for you. That's what they're like most known as. I feel like the six to me, the most that I notice about them is they're like the worriers. They're Mm -hmm. like they struggle a lot with anxiety. Yeah. Anxiety constantly like trying to figure everything out. Like Mm -hmm. just kind of like sixes to me are like I get so frustrated because I'm I'm very much like it's okay. There's a problem. Let's fix it. Yeah. And they're I'll give them my plan. I'll encourage. And then at the end of it, they'll just be like. Okay, but what about this? And yeah. I'm like, no, I just want to help you. Yeah. You know My what I mean? mom is a six and she stresses and she's probably listening to this and Hi. she would tell you if she were here also. Oh, this yeah, is she not totally gossip. Was. She she understands. Um, she stresses over everything. Yeah. Like every every little thing very much. Like she'll think of plan A, plan B, mm-hmm. plan C. And that's just how she is. So that's who our that's who our writer is. Yeah. Um She continues, so I will try my best to keep this email short, but no promises. I am a 27-year-old single mom to my amazing three-year-old daughter. A little backstory, I dated a guy that I met on Tinder in 2017 during my senior year of college. Things progressed quickly in our relationship, and by the end of the new year, I found out that I was pregnant. I went through my final semester of college in a really tough spot of struggling with my mental health, passing my classes so that I could graduate and get my degree. And on top of that, I was pregnant. It was a really rough time for me and I struggled immensely with all of it. The guy that I was with did not make it any easier as well. He was very wishy-washy in the sense that he couldn't decide whether or not he wanted to be involved with me and our daughter at all. Take your time. Yeah. <laughs> whenever you whenever you have an answer, no big deal. In the end, I decided that in the interest of myself and my daughter that we should go our separate ways. Yeah. Currently, her dad has been in and out of our lives and has seldom shown interest in seeing his daughter. He has met her once since she's been born, and that was the only interaction that he's had with her. He continues to be in and out of her life, but still does not show interest in being a constant figure in her life, which, as a mom, makes it very hard to watch and makes me that much more driven to find a father figure that she can have in her life. Mm. I was able to graduate and get my degree, and then the next fall, I gave birth to my daughter. There were a lot more things that happened during my pregnancy, but I will spare you the details of all of that. Ha ha ha. After my daughter was born, My life completely changed. It was never easy starting out as a single mom, but I had a great support system with my family and friends that were there for me when I needed them. We had some pretty tough times, but I knew that God was with us and had a plan for us every step of the way. My daughter is now three years old, and she is the best thing that has ever happened to me. She makes me smile, she makes me laugh, and she just brings so much joy. 
She's taught me so much and has made me a better person. They say that there is no love than the love that a mother feels for their child. And I can wholeheartedly say that that is 100% true. I can't thank God enough for bringing her into my life. So here is my issue. I am a single mom, but no one ever talks about what it's like dating as a single mom. I thought dating as a normal person was hard, but oh no, (laughs) dating as a single mom is a whole new world um, for me and my friends. There are so many things that you have to consider when dating. Not only do you have to think about if you are compatible with another person, you have to think if they are compatible with your kids. Mm. Are they ready to commit not only to you, but to your kids as well? Are they ready to take the responsibility of taking care of your kids? Are they okay with the divided time that they will receive? Those are only a few things to think about, and there are so many other things to consider. From my own experience, and let me tell you, I've had some experiences. I've been on dating apps, and I can just say, for one, a vast majority of guys don't find it to be a big deal if you have a child, which was a big surprise to me. But I will say having a child does not mean that the guys are any less of a jerk to you. Regardless, if you have a child or not, guys are honestly just as disrespectful, which I find to be disappointing. It is so hard to find good guys that are actually looking for a relationship and not just a typical hookup. And then there's time. Being a single mom, it is so hard to find time to do anything, let alone go on a date. There's always work, house chores to get done, meals to be prepped, and by the time I get any free time, I'm just too exhausted to do anything else but to just sit and relax at home. Plus, there's the mom guilt. I constantly feel like I have to find a babysitter for my daughter so that I can do stuff, whether it's work, getting groceries, or even going on a date. I feel guilty for not being there for my daughter, even though I am doing these things for her specifically. It's a constant battle that I face. And there are the ones that you think would be perfect for you and they check off all the boxes, but then they either ghost you or just aren't ready to make any sort of commitment or come up with excuses as to why they don't feel like a relationship would work out. I should note, we just recently moved to a new area, but I haven't really gotten a chance to go out and meet people either. Literally, the only places I go to are work and the store and church, and that's about it. I'm at a point in my life where I am so ready to find my person and to find someone that could be a potential father figure in my daughter's life, but it's so hard to do that in this day and age. And I'm tired of the guys that are just looking for a hookup. I would like to say that I'm the type of person that is super open and outgoing, but because of my past relationships and experiences with dating, it is very hard for me to open up and be vulnerable. I don't want to get my heart broken, but more importantly, I don't want to let my daughter down either. What would you say are your thoughts or advice um, on dating and being a single parent? I apologize for this email being so long, and I hope that it all made sense since it's currently almost 11 p.m. here in my time. But either way, thank you for taking the time to read this, and I hope it will give you some new insight and be helpful to others who may be going through the same thing that I am going through as a single parent. Thanks again. I know how much you guys love getting pictures of your listeners, so I've attached one of me and my daughter. So enjoy. There she is. Oh my God, they're matching. (laughs) She's so cute. Your daughter's gorgeous. You're gorgeous, but she's so cute with the little bow, too. Um, I have so many thoughts. I know Taryn has a lot of thoughts. So do you want to go first? 
Well, I feel like, I mean, before we even get started on anything, like, I feel like our advice is going to be taken with a grain of salt because yeah. it's so true. Like, I, I mean, I experienced just like a minuscule version of this when I became an aunt. Like, everyone talks about like how it's like, oh, my God, you love that kid more than anything. Like, your life changes. And it's like one thing to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. But then the second, like, I held him. Like, I felt it. And it's a love that, like, I've never experienced before. Mm -hmm. So I feel like because me and Ashley are not mothers, that's, it's hard for us to fully know. So we'll try to give justice to just from, like, an outside perspective what we would say. But um, I feel like it's also kind of hard because we don't know what it's like to be a mom and to have that as a focus like I can't even date right now and I have a dog like <laughs> so it's like I can I think we can touch on a lot of the things that were said mm -hmm. but again like I don't think we can understand until we're there but I I do guarantee that there are people listening right now that are like oh my god like same you know yeah. like I think she's right it's something people don't talk about that much yeah I feel like we just need to take a moment actually to just really celebrate you and what mm -hmm. you're doing because you being a parent is hard let alone a single parent oh my god yeah and having to find that balance I mean I'm so I'm so happy that you have a great support support system because mm -hmm. that's not always the case for everybody no, so that's true. a amazing and I'm so happy for you that you have that and for your daughter that she has that um but I feel uh, it's so hard because you need to pour your whole life into your kid but you have to take care of yourself yeah. as well like it, there has to there has to be some balance that is there at some point I don't know if that means like a designated date day out of the month where it's like okay well, then, I'm, I'm allowed to go out on one on one or two dates yeah. a month but that's only only if you found someone yeah, like, yeah yeah so it's hard to like plan ahead I think so it's like it's almost like a multi multi-part like answer right so yeah. like first how do you just find someone yeah. and I think I think I will say I think that's what's cool about dating apps is it's like right there off the bat like I, you know, like every time you like look at someone's information, it's like I have children or mm -hmm. I want children or like for me, like I'll see some because I'm not I don't think I would be phased if the guy had kids. Mm -hmm. I would want to know what his previous situation was. Right. But um, yeah. I have I mean, I love children. So like I know I would be like amazing at raising someone else's kids. Mm -hmm. Um, But like. I'll look and sometimes they say like have kids don't want more so I'm like okay well that's like a deal breaker so that is a nice thing about dating apps is you can put like I have kids mm -hmm. and anyone who's going to connect with you is going to know that fact so they're obviously like okay with it you know what I mean yeah I mean I've never dated anyone that had kids but coming from a dating app perspective I remember there was a guy that I found attractive and I liked his entire profile and one of the main things on there was like have a daughter like want to let you know ahead of time but yeah. that didn't stop me from liking his profile and chatting with him for a bit and if it did like that's fine you know yeah. what I mean like you're not gonna want someone to date you that's like not willing to be a part of your child's life mm -hmm. so I don't think you should see those as losses I think yeah. it's like a good way to like weed people out yeah because then I mean and I know like I don't feel like I'm putting a fear into you because you are a sick so I guarantee you've already thought about this but like 
you have to think about like the creeps that are out there too. And you have a little girl like... I know I'm going to be one of those paranoid parents that's like no one is alone with my child unless like I know them or I've like vetted them out like an an extensive amount. So it's not it's not just that. It's like how do you like trust someone and how do you introduce someone? How do you know when to introduce into your child's life and like what that means? Mm -hmm. And how do you also be an example to your daughter of like what it looks like to be a woman and making good choices that are right for you. So it's just, it's hard. Like that's so many moving pieces. And I think that's why, and you started getting into it. I think that's why I would have fun with the like, okay, like let me try to meet people, like all that stuff. And then when it gets serious, then that's when like there has to be some form of like prioritizing, spending enough time with that person to where you're able to actually get to know who they are. Yeah. Which is, it's it's hard because, yeah, the sitters and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but. it's it's weird because uh, Terrence, right, the second a uh, relationship, like, progresses from, like, oh, we're just getting to know each other, we're dating, to all of a sudden you are more serious and you're seeing each other more often. Um, that I can't imagine how hard that would be with a child. Um, yeah. But it's true, Terrence, right. Like, you, you have to do that so that you get to know him better yeah so prioritizing that time together is something that you're gonna have to do Mm -hmm. um and that can be really scary because that means less a little less time with your daughter because if you're not with her you're with him so it is less time with your daughter um but I do think I do think that this is something that a lot of mothers and parents in general single parents probably struggle with is um maybe guilt for prioritizing yourself in that Mm way um I think parenthood again I'm not a parent so (laughs) this is just an outsider's perspective I think being a parent is a beautiful thing I think being a mother is such a gift um but I think the only way that you can be the best version of yourself is to take care of yourself Mm -hmm. and I think that that means a lot of different things that means mental health that means Mm self-care that means um physically that means emotionally and that includes dating um, and finding, you know, your own love and prioritizing that isn't something that you should ever feel guilty about. Um, obviously <laughs> to a degree with your kid, like your kid is still like your number one priority. Um, but you have to take care of yourself too. Mm-hmm. And if you are feeling, um, this desire to find someone, then I think you need to allow yourself to search for him and to really prioritize finding him. I think what needs to happen is, I think in the beginning stages, you need to let yourself have fun and like just have a designated go out day, whether it ends up being just you and you're treating yourself to a movie by yourself or you go out with friends or you go on a date and I like you need a designated like I'm allowed to have fun and try to find someone day. Um, And then with the online stuff, that's really hard, but maybe... (laughs) I I love I love like scheduled stuff maybe even like a scheduled certain amount of time every day to be on the app so it doesn't Mm -hmm. like take over your day because you can easily scroll on there for hours I get depressed when I scroll for too long yeah like like, what if you like allowed yourself okay I'm allowed on the app for like 20 minutes I'm gonna scroll through and then you know if something happens and you start chatting with someone that's fine but you Mm -hmm. you know past a certain point like you only allow yourself a certain amount of time. 
Does yeah, that I mean, help? I think I feel like it's the beginning part is just if I were you, I'm just trying to put myself in my shoes. I would be really like really working hard on finding like a good babysitter that I love. Yeah. Like for in the future. Yeah. And then I would also just be like going on when I can, having fun with it, like not making it feel like a chore or like something that I'm like dreading, but just doing it and like having fun. But also like you mentioned, you go to church. Like I feel like that's a great place to meet people too, Mm -hmm. but you have to be intentional. Also, I feel like a lot of people I've known of that are like trying to date with kids, it's a lot of like word of mouth too. So like telling friends like, hey, like, I think I'm ready today. Like, if you know of anyone who, like, you trust and is, like, good with kids, like, let me know. I feel like that's always a good way, too. Especially, like, with a kid and you're, like, going to want to make sure that they're, like, a dope person. Mm -hmm. It'd be nice if it could be, like, well, I trust this person and they recommended him. So that's another way. It's a scary conversation to have, Mm -hmm. but you can make it super light, just like I said. Like, guys, I think I'm ready today. Like, if you know of anyone, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be, I think I've, I'm guilty of this too. Cause there's been times where I've told friends where I've been like, Hey, yeah, if you know anyone, like I'm, I'm like, I need, I need, I want to date someone. Like I'm yeah. looking for someone. Um, it does kind of, I think at first feel awkward, but the second you start the conversation, especially if they're dope friends, it's not weird. Just make a joke about it. Everyone thinks it's funny. Just be yeah. like, hi, I'm trying not but to die alone. But also it's normal. Like everyone does that. Yeah. So. Faux show. Faux show. Faux show. But yeah, I think you got this. I think you need to, I think all of the things that you're saying, like I think, I feel like there's not much advice we can give because dating as a mom is going to be hard, like no matter what. So I think if you kind of embrace that, like this is going to be taxing. But like once I like do the work and find someone who I trust and who could be like a foundation in my life Mm -hmm. and my daughter's life, then like it'll all be worth it. Yeah. But also like- just like, I mean, like, listen to your heart, listen to your head. Like, you know what your priorities are. You know what your daughter needs, what you need. So um, enlist in the help of others. Mm-hmm. Make time for yourself. And you yeah. got this. Yeah. And uh, fuck, my head just went blank. I'm so bad at this. Um, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with Taryn. Um, I'm so proud of you for prioritizing yourself, for being an amazing mother. And I think, I think you keep that bar high. Don't settle for anything less than what you're looking for. And sooner or later, some guy's going to show up and he's going to check every single box. He's going to be a great father. And I'm so excited for that day for you. Yeah. I think, I think too, because like I've been single for like freaking ever. And I, everyone's always like, oh, how am I going to know when they're the one? Or like, oh, I'm so tired of waiting, like blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, but like you'll know they're the one when they're the one. Yeah. So like the fact that you're frustrated. And that's frustrated, the whole thing is it's one. Yeah. like You're and supposed I think to sift through a bunch until you find the one. There's multiple. I mean, we can all settle for stuff. But if you like know what you want and like you pursue it, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I don't know. For me, I'm like, okay, like instead of me stressing, I'm going to like make sure I'm creating like a life for myself that I love that I'm working on myself so that when it comes then I'm gonna be like a dope healthy person and I'm gonna be able to just enjoy my life with someone and I'm not gonna be be with them and then be trying to work on myself yes so it's like 
you have a daughter, you have so much to focus on. So like keep doing that. And then also just like making time for other stuff. And then it doesn't feel as like, oh my God, I have to do this. It's like, no, I'm being productive in what I'm doing with my life. And then when it comes, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Also, um, homework for you. I've mentioned this in podcasts before, but one of my favorite speakers slash pastors is yes. Mike Todd, and he has yes. a relationship series. Um, so and there's a book about it. So if you want to look up on Amazon, Michael Todd's relationship series book, you can get the book. But also there's um, his sermons on YouTube that are phenomenal, and it goes through singleness, dating, and marriage. And I find I think it's really helpful when you're in each one to actually focus in and like listen to his words in a season of singleness and in a season of dating and in a season of marriage. Like I think we all need to learn and grow. And I think it's an amazing series that will help you out so much in this time period that you're single. So, yes, that's some like tactical. Go get that. I feel like I feel like she'll like that a lot. Yeah. I love that. Series. I've listened to it so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Could quote it. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for writing in. Yes, anonymous. Um, definitely sending all the positive thoughts your way. And there's and so many people all our mamas in the out same there. place. Yeah. I freaking support you guys and I respect the crap out of you. <laughs> Okay, let's get into my story. Now, I'm going to say the last sentence of this because it really like got me. And then I'm going to kind of like edit things, which will be understandable. So she ends this with the thought of being on the podcast scares the crap out of me because I don't know what I'd do if someone I knew could tell this was me, but I just need some good old big sis advice. Ugh. So I read that and like it really got me because I like that just shows like the desperation of like yeah. she just feels trapped. Yeah. And so the fact that she's so scared of getting recognized, I was like, OK, I'm going to like. I'm going to very briefly mention certain things because I want to like help protect her too. Yeah. Because like that, like, I don't know. It just really got me. So she starts. Hey, friends. I'd like to remain anonymous because her name's unique too, which is funny because it wasn't yours. Yes. The same thing? Yes, yeah. yes. I've been listening since 2019 and look forward to your new episodes every week. Sometimes while I'm listening, I almost forget we aren't actually friends and I can't call you to put in my input. I absolutely love that. Okay, so I'm going to get straight to the point. I'm 23 and my husband and I got married when I was 21 and he was 20. We have cats and a dog. We own a home and we honestly from the outside look like we have a perfect life. We'll rewind to before our wedding. My husband was working on a project and he got injured, like mm-hmm. pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, he had to quit his job. He was at because um, because of the injuries and they were paying super well and he had to start working jobs that were just better on his body. Over the past couple years, his medical issues have taken a giant toll on his mental health. He's quick to anger, says things about his life that are just so heartbreaking. He's become bitter and just all around depressed. Sometimes when his physical pain is so overwhelming, he takes out his frustration outwardly, snapping at me or our animals or our family members. He's become someone I don't know anymore. 
he doesn't want to go to therapy because it makes him feel weak. And that she's saying she thinks that's the reason. Mm -hmm. But I know it would help. He's had multiple procedures to try and help, but they've all failed to do anything good. And I can see why he's so frustrated. I just don't know what to do. I cry a lot because I feel like I'm stuck. I'm stuck in a relationship with someone who hates life and dims the light in life that I see. I've never been a very depressed person, but I feel myself falling into this pit. I don't know what to do. I love him so much, but I love the version of him that he used to be. I'm just nervous to know what the future could bring. Wow. Love Anonymous. Isn't that heartbreaking? Oof. Uh, this one, like, really, like, I mean, all the stories, like, get me, but I don't know why. I just felt, like, very just, like, I don't know. I just feel, I can feel, how, like, her just, like, helplessness. Like, yeah. it's one thing, like, you you marry someone, you commit your life to them, but then what happens when something happens that, like, changes the person who you married? Mm -hmm. Like, and I've heard of this. And it's from, hard when they, like, it, it's no one's fault. Yeah. No, I've blame heard of them this. For it. I heard one time someone, like, their husband got in a crash. And literally his brain, like, was damaged. So his personality was altered. Mm -hmm. And it's like, now you're married to someone who, like, how you do don't you. don't connect with anymore. Yeah. Or just, like, it's just different. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't even imagine what that feels like and then not only that but this person who you love so much and you're supposed to be partners like watching them just like literally deteriorate in front yeah. of you and like not being able to do anything no that's so rough I um my dad had two very big um accidents happen in his life where there was one where he completely tore his shoulder and was out of work for like I think six months while he was recovering. Yeah. Um, and then another time period in his life, he had um, Meniere's disease and was out for like a year. Like the, and it sounds in retrospect, like it didn't dramatically change his life. You know, he got back on his feet, but those six months and the year for me, like were really hard. But for my mom, was so hard because yeah. with Meniere, he had Meniere's disease and they had to put him on a really strict diet that had like, he ate no dairy, no corn. Um, and that was in like everything. Yeah. And so he was on a horrible diet on top of like being sick mm -hmm. and he, he was in the worst depressive state I've ever seen. Um, and the same thing happened with his shoulder and he would just kind of like sit in the corner and read and not talk. And yeah. it was a really hard time. I'm not comparing it's, Kind of, it's kind of similar. Um, the only thing, this is going to sound so weird. The only thing that worked out randomly was he started baking. And it was just a random hobby that just kind of like came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, it didn't fully get him out of the depressive state, but it was something to kind of focus on. Yeah. And I think that he ended up like perfecting pies. <laughs> and it that. sounds so random, but like. It kind of worked and it he was still down. And so it, it wasn't like a it's not a fix in any way. But if there's any way to get him to like just try random stuff like like I never in my life thought my dad would bake. But he yeah. like came out of it being a baker and it's so random. But I think it, it legitimately I would say it like pulled him out of his depression. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, this is one of the ones like I wish I could ask 
some clarifying questions because I would love to know. I mean, obviously, you've talked about getting therapy and he's not open to it, but I'd love to know, like, what conversations you've had. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, I think when you are married, there's a different level that comes. Like, your, your problems are not just your own. And so... For me, when I'm hearing this, like to me, this is like this is like you're in overtime. There's one minute left on the clock. Like Mm -hmm. this is like you're like at the end of the game. Right. Like because for me, what I'm reading in all of this is like you're you're getting to the point where you're done. He sounds like he's done almost in like a scary way. Mm -hmm. So for me, like this is a point where it's like, okay, like now's the time like you throw in your trick plays, like you throw in like everything you have because you don't have time to just like hope something happens. So for me, like my initial thought when I see this is like there needs to be a very serious conversation that happens where you are super firm with him and you're like, hey. Obviously, I love you. Like, I married you for in sickness and in health. I'm here for you to support you. I've been trying to be, like, someone you can lean on, and I will continue to. But this is not just your life. Mm -hmm. This is my life, too. If we're ever going to have kids someday, like, if we're ever going to just have a life that we can enjoy. Or just not get divorced. Yeah, this is, it's to the point where I can't sit here and watch someone I love just fall apart like this. I know you don't want to do therapy, but this is not just your choice anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I'm telling you as your wife, like I need us to go. If you want to go as a couple, I'll go with you. If you want me to go sit in the waiting room and just be there, like I'll go with you, but you have got to do something to try to just be like to get better because I can't watch this happen anymore. Yeah. I think maybe he needs, or I don't know if you've had this conversation yet, or something similar, but he needs to understand the severity of the situation that you guys are in. Maybe he doesn't fully realize where you're at. Um, And yeah, I think bringing that to his attention might change his perspective on therapy. Yeah. And just like maybe in his head, he's like, no, I'm just like, I'm in a funk. It's not that big of a deal. And you're like, no, bro, (laughs) no, this is not a funk. And I think saying like, I don't recognize you, like bringing up, like, remember how we used to like, just like laugh and have fun. Remember how we used to do this? Remember how you used to enjoy this? And and I know like physical people who experience chronic pain, it's it is a literal form of torture. Mm-hmm. Like I've watched people I love go through it and it's it's a level that is not understood by many. Yes. So I I mean I definitely empathize with that and I can't imagine what he's going through, but he's got to have some tools put in place to like help him through this. And I think like it's obviously affecting him mentally too. So like therapy and like some kind of like accountability and like support, he needs something like clearly. So if I were you, I would, I would do that. That's just me. Like personally, if I was in this situation, I would sit him down and have like that come to Jesus meeting of like, yeah, like, I can't I can't do this anymore like it's torturing me watching you torture yourself and like I know you don't want to go but like I I need this like Mm -hmm. we have to do this you know yeah I think it's also with when people are in that place um I think it's important to remind them that they are um 
purposeful mm-hmm. like they have a life that they have and they have, there's so many possibilities in their life for them to like grab a hold of and run with um and i think sometimes especially when you're in a depressive state and i've been there before it's you lose sight of like what is good in your life and i i personally like i personally believe in god and i, I think that every person was created for a purpose and mm-hmm. i think when they're in like such a deep dark pit like that it's it's so important to remind them of that purpose that there is a point to this life and that they're they're allowing theirs to like waste away. Um, obviously, you want to say that in a very nice way. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what I don't know what you believe either, but I I do agree. I believe that everyone has a purpose, and I think yeah. he needs to be reminded of what his is. Yeah, and I think too um, another thing I would say is because this is affecting you so much, and I'm. I I can relate to this so much because I take on so much of everyone else and when I'm not when when I get to the point I can take on a lot, right? Like I like I can take on a lot. But when I get to the point where I'm being completely drained and not being filled up by like being loved by other people or invested in um I start to deteriorate and one thing like I feel like I've even been working on is like being intentional with who you're going to for certain needs. So right now it sounds like your husband's not able to give you just like that joy, Mm -hmm. that like partnership, things like that. So I would be really intentional about friendships you have, like kind of creating a community that you can kind of like escape to to be filled back up to Mm -hmm. then come home and try to be the best you can for him and that's the worst place when you can't go home and feel yeah comfort oh my god yeah it's the second your home turns into like a war zone it's it's like where do you go yeah no it's terrible so i would really make sure you're taking care of yourself we say it all the time it's the whole like airplane metaphor put your mask on before you put someone else's on Um, this is clearly starting to make you like you said, like fall into a pit. So I would make sure that you're really like prioritizing taking care of yourself as much as you can. But I also think a line needs to be drawn with him out of love, but just overemphasizing how much like you love him and how hard it is to watch him go through this because you love him, Mm -hmm. but also putting your foot down of like something you need help. Yeah. And if you're not doing it for yourself, like please do it for me because like I can't do this. Like I'm starting to like suffer, you know, and hopefully like if he's able to take his focus off himself and be like, okay, then I'll do this for you. Mm -hmm. Maybe like that'll be more motivation, you know? Yeah. That's such a... That's such a hard oh God, place no, to be. My in. heart is like so broken but for it's, you. But I also think it is super normal, like you to to be there for someone as much as you can. But the second it starts affecting you, like you have to draw that boundary and that line. And that's something that we all need to remember in so many different aspects of life. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if if he's starting to affect you and bring you down, something's got to change. And I, yeah. Me and Taryn highly recommend therapy. Oh my gosh! I know. <laughs> if there is any way is to get best. him in therapy, we're such huge fans of therapy, and I think it has. It's still. I'm. It shocks me, but it still has such a like negative um, concept. I think, or I think people hold negative concepts of it, but it is such an amazing and and um, freeing thing to learn about yourself. Yeah, and you like, know? the thing is, is 
Are there sucky therapists? Yeah, for sure. Like I went to school with most of them. But um like there's so many different styles. So if if you get him to agree, that's another thing I would say. Like if I were you, then I'd be like amazing. I'm going to set something up like you don't have to worry about it cuz it, like baby steps, make right? it like, as easy as possible. Yeah. yeah, and I would I would reach out if you think you would vibe better with a male therapist. Find a male therapist when you call them. Ask them, hey, like, what's your approach? Like, what yeah. what kind of vibe do you give off to your clients? Like, what because that's important to know. Like, you have some therapists that are very like straightforward and like just chill and just talk about stuff. You have others that are very like emotional and that kind Conversational. of conversational. So. Like, do research and find someone that you think can be of help to him in, like, what he's vibing with. Even, like, I mean, I don't know if you guys go to church, but I know a lot of churches have people that they have, like, therapists kind of on staff and do counseling. So that might be, like, an easy step. But Mm -hmm. obviously, if you're not involved in a church, then traditional therapy some is covered by insurance there's like better help there's there's lots of different options out there but I think the first hurdle is just getting in to agree to do it yes 100% but anonymous I freaking I literally I don't think you understand how much of my heart is like with you and I just hope like I just am I'm like praying that you just will have so much like just confidence and peace and like wisdom as you go into this conversation to just like really just speak clearly. I would, if you struggle with conversations, like write it out. I think Oof, there's nothing. Uh, I'd write it out five times before I had to say it. It doesn't take the power away if you sit with someone and have an intentional like, hey, I I I feel like I'm going to have a hard time saying this, so I'm going to read it. Let yourself also, cry. I think that Let brings, yourself be emotional. That brings the seriousness to the table yeah. too where it's like hey I've I need to talk to you but not just talk to you like I've seriously thought this out and I need you to pay attention to yeah. me I feel like he would see your notes and be like oh damn yeah and if he's <laughs> like if he's like I I don't know what to say then you could even be like okay like I'm gonna leave this note with you like let's talk when you're I'm gonna ready go for a walk I'm gonna go run yeah. some errands I'll come back you marinate with this for a little bit yeah. Let's process that and then we can come back and discuss yeah. it after yeah but you got this. You got also, this. yeah, yeah. Give him time to think about it. Yeah, because that's a lot. Also, do research. There's lots of articles out there that are like spouses of people who are struggling with like health things. So mm-hmm. I would do some research. I would like get your bearings. There's also it sounds it sounds funny, but there's also a really big um, YouTube community on depression. Mm-hmm. And, and videos that you can watch from different perspectives. Like I highly recommend you go onto YouTube and Google like, like married to someone who's depressed. And yeah. I think you'd be shocked. Yeah. What pops up. Yeah. You got this girl. Love you. Love you. Uh, uh, I just want to like, I just wish there was a way to like virtually hug someone. Yeah. Because I wish we could send hugs. I'm such a hugger. I know. She said, I know. Should we send a video or should we get a video of you hugging the camera and then send it to everyone who writes in? Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Okay. Um, I have a great dad joke. Oh, fantastic. To just, you know. Wrap us up, Taryn. Wrap us up. What did Aunt Jemima say when she ran out of pancakes? Are you going to guess? No. How waffle. Damn it. How awful. No, that's good. That's really good. <laughs> ah, that one got me. She's proud of that one. I am proud of that one. I didn't write it, but. 
<laughs> I picked it. So, wow. Phenomenal. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening, for making it to the dad joke. We love you the mostest. Uh, follow us on all our socials. Mm-hmm. If you are sitting on some kind of story right that it you in. need help right with, that you in. want to, to talk it out with, or you just want to hear us discuss, uh, please write it in because <laughs> we want it. <laughs> That's yes. all. Uh, we love you, and we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sweet. Bye. Bye.